0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, social media. It
1: doesn't come with an instruction manual. But once you express yourself, you become a hub for people who aren't as brave or don't feel as empowered to talk about what they've gone through. People are feeling similar things out there right now, but they don't want to talk about it or they can't talk about
0: it. We all have stories to tell, we have voices. Social media is no exception. Mikel Clark is a social commentator and he's found his way to communicate his message in social media. We're going to talk about this new and emerging world. Well, I'll tell you what, I think a lot of people look at social media and think it's just uh, a good way to put your cat
1: photos up there or promote <laughs> you to business. But it's a lot deeper than that these days, isn't it? You can curate your life, you can give people a very small snapshot of who you are, and give them all the highlights with no actual parts of the story. There's no negative parts. There's no imperfect parts. So people kind of see this highlight reel on social media of somebody's life, and there's no authenticity in that. So it's it's like sending somebody... The best moments. It's like sending
0: somebody postcards. But postcards aren't real. Postcards are, look at this beautiful photo. Social media, if you actually want to engage with people in a way where you influence and you you're real to them. How do you accomplish that in social media?
1: Everyone does it differently. The most important thing to me is telling my story in a very authentic and blunt and relatable manner. Um, I'm not going to tell you, oh, you know, I've done all these things and I got all these deals and I made money in this way without saying what kept me up at night, like what I was worried about, what I struggled with um, in the hard conversations. Giving that balance and giving a lot of insight into how you felt during those moments and the same with other brands and everything else too. being able to figure out what makes that brand's audience tick, what makes them feel certain emotions and being able to use us to help them in certain ways and provide value in different ways.
0: As the social landscape has become more mature, do you think people are developing a
1: more keenly developed BS detector online? I think a lot of us can tell, you know, one, if somebody's getting paid to talk about something, two, if they actually care about it and you know three this is actually the full story um at the same time there are some people who are still pretty easily swayed and i think popular culture speaks to that
0: social media allows us to amplify our voices so much more than individual conversations doesn't that make it more risky i mean if you actually expose yourself in an authentic way online your your weaknesses are broadcast for all don't you have to be braver to be real online
1: Yeah, you have to be willing to put certain things out there about yourself. But at the same time, it is largely up to you in regards to what you put out there. So Mm -hmm. you have to kind of be smart and figure out if the whole world knew these things about me, would I be okay with that? And Mm -hmm. if you are, then, you know, by all means, in my opinion.
0: So your best message then is that the reality is the same way that we used to connect in the village square or sitting on a porch. Mm -hmm. Now more and more, whether you're online, on social media or offline, you're making a statement. Mm -hmm. It's the world we live in. So what advice would you
1: give to folks listening to this about how to untap the value that, that they have in being themselves? The most important thing is to not overthink it. Don't focus more on statistics than the actual story you're telling. And to have a, a, a goal in mind of what you want to communicate and how you want to help somebody and how you want to tell your story. You can aimlessly be on social media and not have a real goal for what you want to do or what you want to accomplish, and that's totally fine. It can be a leisure tool, it can also be a professional connector, it can be an audience builder, it can do whatever you want it to be. So it out what you want to do on social media and sticking to that and not forgetting what you stand for in your principles.
0: So it's like any other behavior, what you're saying is that if you do it with intentionality, mm-hmm. you get an outcome, and if you do it by accident, you can't be you can't be unhappy with what happens.
1: Yeah. I would say intentionality and studying your craft, taking time to figure out how to be a better storyteller and a, a better communicator on these different platforms. How do you balance being
0: a professional with uh being real? You know, have you had a deal with that recently?
1: Yeah, I've had a couple of different instances. You oftentimes build an audience based off being authentic. At the same time, you can't be telling every part of every story because you're not the only person involved anymore. You know, I can be authentic. But if I work with um, a humongous company with stakes in certain areas, you know, I can't be authentic at cost to them. You know, I've had times where I do different things on social media. I work with different companies. And recently I actually expressed, you know, I, I was thinking about talking about how I felt about an event that got pushed back, but I was talking about it in the moment. And sometimes you have to wait for a bit and not talk about how you feel in the moment, but give yourself a little bit of time to reflect and think about the best way to express what you feel constructively. So I put a few comments out about how I felt in regards to um, a trip that I took. And it was nothing talking negatively about anybody, but more the circumstances. And um, I got some feedback from some of my mentors saying, hey, maybe you shouldn't have put this out there because you didn't have any ill will, but it could have been interpreted this way by you know one of your twenty five thousand followers because you have that big of a base so you have to prepare for how things can be interpreted by all your followers
0: so you've identified a really interesting problem which is we all work for somebody Mm -hmm. even entrepreneurs work for somebody Mm -hmm. and if you're getting paid to do something for somebody but you've got a personal opinion that's different well you just mentioned this fact how did it work out when you know you got the advice hey you got to be
1: careful but you were authentic how did it turn out for you it's interesting. There, there was a degree of pushback from people in my life who wanted to, me to treat this a certain way. But at the same time, within a week of that happening and me expressing myself, I got reached out to by one of my favorite household brands ever, actually, and built connections based on people vouching for me in the wake of what happened with that event getting pushed back and my frustrations being aired.
0: People will always say to your own self, be true. I hear that advice. Entreprene- I tell entrepreneurs all the time, be who you are. Mm-hmm. It sounds to me you're an entrepreneur. It sounds to me like that's the big life lesson here. Be who you are.
1: Absolutely. Cause when when you become your own boss, there's so much more uncertainty. So you have to figure out exactly what you believe in, what you want to do. And you gotta stick to it because everybody's gonna give you advice. Everybody would say, oh, you should do this. And it, it, it might hold more weight because you don't have a boss anymore. It's really just you. So having a firm course of action will allow you to keep moving forward and not just kind of be stuck trying to figure out where to go next and freezing up and not making any money. Is telling the truth about yourself the most empowering thing you think somebody can do? It's very, very powerful because we we have these fears of not being able to say certain things. But once you express yourself, you become a hub for people who aren't as brave or don't feel as empowered to talk about what they've gone through. People are feeling similar things out there right now. but. They don't want to talk about it or they can't talk about it for various reasons. So when you express your story, you become a hub for those who can't get their stories out yet.
0: You know what I like about the story, before I let you go, is that the image that I think many people have about social media is that folks sit in a room and they're doing it because they're lonely. Mm-hmm. What you've basically described to me is that social media can actually be a platform we can use to find ourselves.
1: Absolutely. I'm a pretty extroverted person, but I'm still on social media You know, I go to events, also I throw parties, I have fun. So social media can be a platform to allow you to do so many more real things in real life. It's all all people. At the end of the day, we're all still people behind our screens typing away. We are. Miguel, thanks for joining us. That was really interesting. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, two-car living room, and the Sunbathers. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on this show. Tweet us at at what's working D.C. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.